Hello and welcome to the next episode of Camera Rolling. I'm Vic. I'm Dan. Um, and we're going to be discussing animations, aren't we, Dan? Yes. So when we say animations, we're not we're talking not Disney, mm. Pixar, um, or even DreamWorks. I don't think. No, no, no. 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 We went for a bit more out there, off sort of like, Yeah, you know, more creative, artistic sort yeah. of. Not something that you would pick generally. Um, you know, oh, like sort of more artistic way of doing animation. Yeah. It's not the with Disney they have a certain way of doing animation and so the same with Pixar it's very yeah. much the same every single film they don't take that many risks whereas I feel like the three films that we're talking about yeah, they do take, take risks. risks very <laughs> big, much do. big risks <laughs> um, so there's a bit of background into why we picked this I, it's literally from watching Mitchell's and the Machines yeah yeah. Um, Mitchell's versus the Machines I should say yeah Mitchell's and the Machines um, which blew my mind mm. again so I thought well we won't do cover it on the podcast because I'll end up talking the whole podcast about it <laughs> and how amazing it is and how the fact they have a character who's very much sort of alternative indie yeah. as the main character. She's also um, very much not your... Not, you, not of, your average typical... Not your average typical girl. Girl, she, yeah. She likes making movies. Yeah, like she, we do. <laughs> yes, she likes um, women. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And she likes being offbeat and weird, and yeah. the, the play is that, and obviously her dad doesn't like that, mm. and they have the whole characterisation of, you know, why can't you be more like what I expect you to be, and yeah. I just I love it, and I don't really want to do it, cover it on the pod. I know, but, <laughs> but we both it love it, it's yeah. really relatable, and, yeah. and it's on Netflix, so please do see that. Yeah, definitely do watch it, but... I thought it'd be better if we use that as our context and go back yes. to the yes. people who made this film, helped make this film, who backed it, are the ones who made Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, Spider-Man. which in itself is very much a film that is quite um, revolutionary, would mm. be the, the phrase. And when you've got the MCU and Spider-Man on there, and obviously you've had the previous Spider-Mans with Tobey Maguire, and then the next one, the amazing Spider-Man with... Andrew Garfield. Garfield. This came out, which is um, Spider-Man following Miles Morales mm. uh, rather than following Peter Parker, which is obviously the, what everyone goes for. Yeah. Um, it was interesting to me, and I was like, I want to watch this film. So we thought we'd cover it on the pod. Um, I had seen it before, but Vic hadn't. Yes. Um, so the basis of this film is uh, Miles Morales gets bitten by a radioactive spider. Ooh. Uh, that's pretty much the same as all the other Spider-Man. There's uh, no one called Ben. Uh, he is mentioned, but it's no one called Ben. Um, and basically he has to take on the role of um, Spider-Man when the, the original Spider-Man, Peter Parker, is killed. Mm. And he has to deal with um, a combining of the multiverses uh, which combines basically brings together quite a few different versions of the Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, so what I am really interested to hear because you've not told me anything about what you think of Spider-Man yet <laughs> since I picked you up. Um, I want to know what you think of Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse. I loved it. Right, I really did love it. Because <laughs> yeah. the reason why I didn't want to talk about it was because I absolutely just loved every second <laughs> of this film. Like, I just, I just thought that it it was just so much fun. It was so funny, <laughs> and it was it was. I loved the soundtrack. I just thought it was completely relatable. There was great action sequences. I just laughed my head off. Like just seeing a completely different Peter Parker. That is just <laughs> that's that's just like completely 
not the hero, run down, really like, <laughs> you know, spending days just eating pizza in his apartment and stuff. I just, I just thought it was just fantastic. I really liked, you know, the Ma Miles Morales. I really liked him as him as a character. I just thought he's he's not, um, he's very relatable. He's not your average, you know, like amazing spider-man like immediately he just goes and does everything perfect yeah like it's nice that he's not that he's got his insecurities he's got things going on and that he's not just great all the time because yeah. i think the expectation is you know if you're a superhero that you're a superhero so you're amazing all the time and i like that it just flips it on its head you yeah. know from peter parker not being amazing just being this you know this yeah. guy really and with miles morales the same so it's it, I like that aspect of it, like that it really is. It's not it's not all perfect. Yeah. I found it dead funny. I really I, I loved I loved the I loved I love Nicolas Cage. Oh my god! I don't know what this is, but I will figure it out. <laughs> Spider Man Noir. I'm yeah. like oh my gosh! I just I just thought what a great like brilliant action animation. I like the comic book style element to it. I like, you know, seeing like little, you know, captions of, that you would see in a comic book. Stylistically, it's unlike any other animation I've ever seen. I mean, and a lot of these animations that we're going to cover like in a minute is like, I like that, which yeah. is what I really enjoy because I think with like Disney and Pixar, you kind of know what you're getting. Whereas with these films, I didn't know what I was going into. I just, I, and I was surprised. I was like, oh, I'm just, just going to be a, just a film about Spider. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know it was Spider Man, but, and it's not that Spider Man isn't interesting, but I like the way that it just, it, it's got parallel universes verses in it, so it just completely like flips everything on its head. I love the soundtrack as well. The soundtrack. Oh, the soundtrack is amazing. Really good and. It's very urban. It's, it feels current. Yeah. It feels like adults can watch it as well as kids can watch it. It's very universal in that sense, you yeah. know, Spider-Man universe. But do you know what I mean? Not to play on the word, but it is very much that. And it's very vibrant. I love the colours in it. And yeah, I, I honestly... And it's also got like really touching moments as well. Yeah. There's really serious moments. Like there's a... There's like parallels with Spider-Man as in his life and what happens and stuff with also Miles Morales. I just, yeah. I just think, and especially if you're a Spider-Man fan as well, like actually seeing Miles Morales like pick up the comic books, going right, how does he learn how to climb? And and it's just yeah. like that's it's 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 brilliant. I really enjoyed it. I really yeah. did. And what I like about what they do with Miles as well is that you could. Because obviously, he's, um, if people don't know, Miles Morales is um, is black, mm. um, so they don't just like go for the full on. You know, this is the experience that they get. They go well. They use what Peter yeah. has established as sort of a, as the main Spider Man, and then Miles takes it on and makes it his own. Yeah, and he's the size of his own. That's what's great about it. Yeah. I, I love Miles' character. I love the whole plot. I love I love how it subverts everything. <laughs> Yeah. In terms of being like Aunt May, like being <laughs> yeah. old Aunt May who can't defend herself and Spider-Man's going to save her all the time to Aunt May there with a the baseball bat beating <laughs> yeah, up good, bad guys. Coming out and beating <laughs> them up, yeah. Um, and being basically like like the old Peter Parker's um, Alfred. Yeah, just, just absolutely <laughs> just bashing people. <laughs> and she sat there waiting for him to come. She's like, 
I was expecting you sooner. <laughs> <laughs> it's got great humour in it, though, hasn't it, yeah. as well? That's what's great about it. It's, got, it's funny. It's got lots of action. Mm. It takes risks with the animation in it itself. I mean, I, I was, when I was um, watching it, rewatching it the other night, I was like, the only thing I can think before this that was anything like this was Sin City and maybe a Scanner Darkly. But they're quite off. Oh, Sin City was quite a big film, but the other one is, is not. Just very offbeat, off, was it? Yeah, and they're not really well liked. Mm. Whereas this, obviously, it, it took everyone's imagination, and I just love everything. It, it, I love how it makes it, even though it's like, like a comic book, it sort of makes it look like you should be wearing 3D glasses at times. Yes, yeah, it does. Um, it does. And I, I like that because mm. it makes you, because in the end of the day, it's just, they're only doing this to sort of like a adaptive field with it, but it, it just. It just makes you engage with it differently, you yeah. know, because it could just be another Spider-Man film, you know. Like, when you watch the Batman, they do animated Batman series, and obviously they, they are quite good, the Batman series, but again, it's just, you think it's just Batman as a cartoon. Yeah. That's yeah. all you think. But And that's what I thought going into it, yeah. but it's not. But it's really not. Spider-Man to Spider-Verse is just so, so good. It is. It's fantastic. And there's been quite a few, to be fair, recently, where it's been mm. animated superhero stuff. Yeah. Where... I thought I wouldn't be that interested because it's just an it's anim- just it's animation, an, yeah. It's an animated one and they've got live action ones, so why would I watch the animation the anima- when you've got the live action? And then you watch something like the Lego movie and they put Batman in there and like that Batman is cool. Then they bring out the Lego movie of Batman and I'm like I love this. <laughs> <laughs> and then I watched Teen Titans go to the movies and I've never even watched a Teen Titans film. The yeah. Teen, Tit- Teen Titans um T V series because it's a bit, the characters are based off them. Yeah. And it's meant for kids, but I love that film too. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, that's you know, what you want, though, isn't it? You know, you yeah. want stuff that's funny and. and I think I think they're realizing that now because a lot of the older comic books, obviously Spider Man, the original, the Sam Raimi ones, yeah. they had a little bit of humor, but they weren't yeah. really funny. They weren't exactly like meant to be humorous. Mm. Same with the uh, right. Well, we go with Batman. <laughs> um, with the Batman ones, they're kind of like, well, the fo- the comedy comedy came inadvertently, I feel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with the Joel Schumacher ones, but the other ones were dark, and then mm. the, the Chris Nolan ones were dark. Dark. <laughs> um, but now, so now they're doing stuff like Shazam and doing stuff like Aquaman, where they're quite funny. Yeah. You know, they're not straight up action movies, they've got the comedic value as well. I know you don't always want the comedic value, but I feel like when you're reading a comic, you don't read a comic for it just to be... Dead Doom serious. and gloom, really. You, no, you want it to have that that mix of comedy and the mix of action, adventure and fun, of, yeah, energy. And you adventure, know, yeah. um, that's what it's about. It's about igniting your imagination. Yeah, I think and I, this I, film does it. Spider Man just really does it. Captures your imagination. You're like, I want a second one, and it takes it as well. Kingpin. Mm. I always feel, and I said, I don't, I'm not a big comic book reader, so I couldn't tell you much about Kingpin other than yeah. what I've seen in the games. Yes, yeah. Spider Man games. And in um, Daredevil, unfortunately, mm. uh, <laughs> I always find Kingpin a kind of not the biggest sort of bad guy. Yeah, I know he's like sort of a a mob boss. Yeah, but, but he's not. He's not very. He's, like, he's just a man. Yeah, he's just he's just an over, like, he's not a, scary, a powerful man in that sense. But he he becomes a real threat in this. Don't yeah, he? he does. And I feel like sometimes because they focus, especially on like sort of the Batman-y stuff. Mm. And same with the MCU at the moment, in terms of the human sort of bad guys, yeah, are sort of devalued by the 
bigger, scarier ones, like the Joker, you don't really know who the Joker is, why is there. Yeah. Like the Superman stuff, they're from a different planet. Yeah. In MCU, like Thanos, who's a massive thing you can click his fingers and delete people from yeah. life. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> no spoilers. Yeah, go um, so, so, so you get... You... When, when you get your human, humanly bad guys, you, you just don't seem a, a bigger threat yeah. as these guys. But I think um, this really puts into perspective how Kingpin, he may be a guy, but he's dangerous and he's got connections and he, he can he can kill you if he wanted to kill you. Yeah. And then at the same time, his actual reasons for behind it aren't really criminal ones, the ones he wants to get his family back. Yeah. And yeah, the fact his family died because of his criminality. But it's one of <laughs> those where point though, isn't he, it? Yeah. he has something he lived for and that's gone and that's why he's become worse than he was. Yeah. Um, it's empathy, I think, what is most important. I think that's what yeah. more the anim, 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 the studios, yeah. for uh, on the people that produce it, the writer, are veering towards, you know, the empathy towards each each character, and that's yeah. why they make them so relatable. Why they why they are so relatable. Yeah, and I think it's probably why Disney are concentrating a lot on doing these villain sort of um, start up uh, films like yeah. Cruella, yes. where it shows you um, Maleficent, side. where it shows you like, oh, this is why they became evil. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? They're it's not like, just evil for being evil. You're not. You know. You're not evil for birth, basically. Yeah. That's basically what I'm saying. You know, this is. Like even in the Jungle Book one, the remake of the Jungle Book, they they made um, Shere Khan look he's evil because that's in his nature. Yeah. <laughs> it's not because he is. He, he chooses just, to be. He, he just, chooses to be. Yeah. It's just because he's a he's a tiger and he he, he wants to rule. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's basically like that that they need that they are doing those sort of um, those sort of films. Those sort of films. films just, yeah. just origin sort of, stories. Origin stories, so yeah. you can sort of understand that you know you can't just not someone as good or evil you know not everything's black and white not everything's black and white is that there's a reason why they end up like that and yeah of course um it's understanding from, from show, show them the journey yeah it's it's showing to like kids as well as adults you know like yeah. everybody's going through something and this is why they behave that yeah. way i mean they're doing a, a tv series of, of uh, like a prequel to beauty and the beast are they yeah which um Wow. This play is going to follow Gaston. It's got Luke Evans is going to be in it, and um, Josh Gad. So yeah. it's, it, it will be it, it'll be good. Yeah, it'll be good. Uh, so but anyway, back to Spider Man. Anyway, back to Spider Man. We've segued enough now. Yeah. Um, but we both enjoyed. We both enjoyed Spider Man. Um, I thought. I mean, I'm I'm not a massive superhero comic book kind of gal. Do you no. know what I mean? I, I don't. I'm not massive on superheroes or Marvel, in, in, as, as you know. Yeah. I'm still going through the Marvel films, um, <laughs> in order. Um, but <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get. We will get there in 2023. <laughs> um, no, but as as somebody who isn't massively into, you know, these type of films, yeah. I really enjoyed watching Spider-Man into Spider-Verse. So like. Like as somebody coming from it from not a kind of really into superheroes yeah. kind of background, I think that's what's great about this film is because it's the it, it, do you know what it is? It's the human side yeah, of it. it yeah, it's the humanity it and the characters. Yeah. They're not superheroes really. No. They're just the people who they're have people. powers. Yeah. And they're doing things to because they're using the powers like great responsibility, you know, yeah. like, the whole <laughs> the great power, power comes great, great responsibility. responsibility. Yeah. Don't say that to me. <laughs> 
don't say that. <laughs> but it, but uh, it is good. So I, I, like, it is one of the best animations that I've seen. Yeah. Hands down. So, um, I'd recommend watching that. Yeah. And um, what did we watch it on? Well, I know no, we watched it on DVD. We watched it on DVD because it was on Netflix, but then they took it off. And I don't, it annoyed me. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, go out and buy the DVD or Blu-ray or whatever, because it's definitely worth it and you'll have it in your collection for time and time to go. You can watch it whenever you like. Yep. Like whenever I fancy watching Mamma Mia 2, I stick on Mamma Mia 2. Lily James. <laughs> Lily James. Um, anyway, so watch, from, watch that. Yeah, so from Spider-Man, um, see, I, I decided to choose these animation ones for a change. Uh, <laughs> for a change, okay. Sam. It, it was mainly because Victor hasn't really watched a lot no, of animation I, I, films. No, I, so. d- I, d- I don't watch a lot, to be honest, and I should watch more, but um, I don't watch a lot. So this was very much biased. I was thinking uh, uh, stuff like Cloudy, with a chance of meatballs. Mm-hmm. And, I've seen I've seen that one. Uh, the Lego movie Not and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but I ended up going for something a bit more left field in Kubo and the Two Strings. Yeah. Why? Because it's one of my favourite films of all time. Um, and I tell you for why. Uh, <laughs> I love the characters. I love the animation. I love everything about it. So, Kubo and the Two Strings. Let me give you a quick insight. Quick synopsis. A quick synopsis on Kubo and the Two Strings. Um, so it's directed by Travis Knight. And it came out in 2016. It stars Matthew McConaughey. Um, Charlie Theron, uh, Rini Mara, mm. um, uh, Ray Fiennes, and it basically follows Kubo, who uh, goes to the square every day and tells stories uh, while his mother is sat in the cave, um, who's pretty much spaced out and doesn't really talk. Um, but he always has to get back to the cave at night. Uh, one night he decides he wants to stay out, and it brings hell. Mm. basically down onto the town that he lives in. Uh, it's all set in um, Japan. Very much a Japanese sort of th- uh, theme to the film. Uh, now, saying I love this film because I love the animation. I love the story. It takes, it, you know, it gets to me every single time. I love the characters. Um, <laughs> I love the music. You just love everything I love about the this themes. film. I yeah. love everything. So, Vic, talk. <laughs> <laughs> well... I also love this love this film. I really did. Yeah. Um, I think it's one of the best best. I know I've said that about Spider Man because it is amazing as well. Yeah. But I think I mean I think every everyone every animation you've chosen, I've really enjoyed this one. I really 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 enjoyed. Yeah. I, like you said, I and also it it is very different. It, it is not it's not your conventional you know kind of animation that you get. Yeah. There's, Number one, the setting is completely different. You've got it set in Japan. I love the, I love the characters. I love the colours in the film. Yeah. I think it's one of the best shot animations ever. Like I really do because, I just think like you know with with the sun setting and and I just like the colours that they put in the film. I really think it like aesthetically it is it is absolutely amazing. Yeah. I thought the story was so good. Like I thought, you know, having having it brought down to the basics, you know, anim- animation or any kind of film is what it's storytelling, isn't it? Yeah. And having it brought back to that or linked to just storytelling, you're seeing this kid 
you know, create like paper, ma paper mache. Paper or, mache. Pa <laughs> paper origami. <laughs> Gets his glue out. <laughs> bit, of, bit of flour, bit of water. Bit of water. <laughs> Volcano. <laughs> but paper origami. Origami. Just origami. Like, origami. Like gets them little yeah. and, and plays, plays, you know, his yeah. guitar and... Yeah you know, creates characters and stories just out of that. And it's all about, you know, him and him and going through his own life, his own story. And I just think like it's so important it's so like important to, to recognise that that everything is a, is a story and it's all storytelling. Yeah. And I really enjoyed that aspect of it. I thought it was funny as well. Yeah. There's lots of comedic moments yeah. in it. I really loved the I really love the voice animations on it. I just thought I mean you've got great actors in there, but and I just think visually it is it, visually it's stunning, and also like I think with with the whole it's emotional as well. You know, oh, there's that, so many emotional I mean, moments. I was a wreck. Yeah. I was a wreck. I know I'm not saying which which yeah. bit because there's two there's yeah. two bits that are really like emotionally just wrecking, but it that's what's great about this film is is that it it's just very very emotionally impact, impactful and I could watch it again and I could watch it again. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I really do feel like it is one of the strongest animations ever and it's so different. The plot's different. The 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 culture of you know, including the culture of of, of um you know Japanese, you know, into it. Yeah. And like I say, it's just nothing like I've seen before. And I just loved I love I love the characters in Monkey and, yeah. and I loved how it links back to his family and you know, it's it's about the importance of family and forgiveness and stuff like that. I just I I just loved every single minute of this film. Yeah. I really did. There's no there's nothing I can fault in this film, really. There no. isn't there isn't there's nothing I can fault. It's just it it, it just there's, there's some films that just stick with you and this one mm. I always go back to it and I'm like I just every time I just I I don't get bored watching it. I just love watching it. It's like like the only other films where I can think like I'm like that is like Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. Can, you can just sit and I'll be engrossed in it every single time. Yeah. And I just love Kubo. Oh, he's a great character. His, um, his character and I love like the way they animate him. Mm. Um, you know, especially when he's using his um, his powers. Yeah. Um, they're just brilliant. And I, do you know what? It's terrifying. The sisters. Oh my God. Oh. The sisters. The first time they showed up. Right. Well, this is my anecdote. <laughs> I went to watch this in the cinema at Cineworld. Yeah. And when I went to watch it, I was in one of the smaller screens, and it was me, and there was a dad with a child, and another dad with a child. After that sister scene, the kids started crying so much, they left and never came back and just left me on my own oh in the my cinema gosh. watching Kibo on my own. Oh, <laughs> um, I, I, bet, I, I bet when they turned up again, you was like, oh no, I'm off. <laughs> See you later. But it, I found it's them scary, scary, so I can't imagine these kids were like four or oh, five. Oh, bless them. And I'm guessing the dad's thought, oh, it's an animated film, they'll, they'll love yeah. it. And these scary, comes, these scary ladies come out of the clouds with these um, masks on. Oh, it's um, frightening, it really hats, is. It's, you know, it's, it's the angles of the hats and yes. the faces, it's yeah. just, 
it's the way they angle them with the the design it, it just makes them look so terrifying yeah well, it's like kabuki you know kabuki masks yeah the kabuki masks you yeah. know you know you know how frightening they look yeah. <laughs> you know with it just being one facial expression really and then you're getting all this this dark cloud you're just like whoa back off back yeah. off um so it does it does have like I felt that it felt it felt quite grown up in, in 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 certain ways, yeah. And that's what I liked about it. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't all oh, flowery Disney. Yeah. You know, it, it does it, it does have it, meaning it, to it. It deals with with very serious situations. Yeah, it does. Um, but then it also has that very much an adventure sort of like mystical it is, it is, fantasy yeah. storyline with it yeah um because obviously you're talking about like the the magic King i like the magic and, element yeah. to it yeah that the magic element and you got the, the fantasy the adventure of going and finding all these pieces the eyes oh the underwater eyes yeah creepy creepy like, <laughs> so creepy uh, but yeah i love the little hands though yeah yeah just like, uh, yeah the little little, little um when, when like pointing samurai. and they move him and he goes yeah <laughs> it is it is honestly like it is it is one of the best animations i've seen yeah. i really enjoyed it and it is something completely different it's something that i wouldn't have chosen if you said to me choose an animation yeah you'd immediately i'd, I'd immediately go to disney i'd immediately go to pixar because they're the type you know they're in they're in more of the public public consciousness they're everywhere whereas actually if you do look for these kind of offbeat animations you're gonna find so like gold because it is yeah. it's it is so good and so powerful as well it like it did yeah. move me it's definitely powerful mm. i mean there's <laughs> just that one scene oh no, to be fair there's two there might yeah. even be three I'm yeah just, three actually yeah fact, when, when i rewatched it i didn't cry i was good oh no i, I, I was messed up <laughs> I was a mess. Because um, I just detached myself from it because I knew where, where the points were at that would hit me and I thought, no, don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. Um, but that's what's great because it's giving us both a reaction. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you can watch some animations and think, all oh, right, okay, I've watched that. Like, yeah. it, it might be entertaining for a bit, but but obviously Kubo, Kubo has been important to you because you keep going back to it and clearly that's what's great about, like you say, some films like Shawshank Redemption, other films... You go back to them because they've 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 moved you in such a way. Yeah. And that's what's great about it. It's amazing. It really is. Yeah. So do watch Kubo. Do you watch Kubo? But unfortunately, it's not on streaming. No, you can, you can rent it. Watch on the DVD. I, I was <laughs> you can rent them, but um, I would definitely recommend buying the DVD. Yeah. You won't find that in uh, in your Tesco's. No. <laughs> so you, you will have to go either to Amazon if you really want to. But if you want to actually have an experience, go out to FOP. Yeah. If you're in Manchester, go out to your local. HMVR, whatever DVD, DVD store, yeah, you know, store. Um, you and go like, and buy it. And just go and buy a DVD. It won't cost you that much. I I used to go in DVD shops and buy them based on the cover. Like <laughs> I used to, I used to just go and buy them based on the cover yeah. and then watch them and then it'd be hit and miss to see whether I likes it or not. See, I don't do that. What I generally do now, I'll I'll, I'll, buy, I'll buy films on sort of like. A little bit of reputation more than mm. anything i won't have watched it i might see some like an actor or something yeah mine's um, an actor as well usually or a director as well. i yeah. mean i bought i'm not watched it i bought a little princess oh yeah just because, <laughs> just because it was alfonso <laughs> cure I thought, oh, that, is it a little princess so it's called is it up there 
Where it is. Yeah, a little princess. There we go. Yeah, See? I bought that. I've just not watched it. It was only at the charity shop, so it wasn't like I spent loads of money on it. No, but it's the director, isn't it? It's, so, but it's... I was like, well, I've got everything else other than Roma. Yeah. Because so... they, they want ridiculous amount of money for Roma, so I'm not so going I'm like, there. No, we're not going uh, there. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so it's definitely, uh, it's definitely worth buying a DVD copy yes. of things because you never know. Your internet might go down. And yeah. You, what are you going to watch? Yeah. You've got no Netflix. Yeah. You've, you've got, got you've, you've got, got no Disney Plus. No. You've got you've, um, you've got no now TV. You've not nope. got any Sky Cinema. What are you gonna do? I mean, all my favorite Disney films and, and the Marvel films, I own them all, even though I've got Disney Plus. Yeah. I watch them all on Disney Plus, like, but. I don't. Yeah, but <laughs> um, but it, like you say, if your Wi-Fi went down, yeah, what would them. you you've got them there? I own a copy. Yeah, exactly. The yours to for keep. For as long as ever I want. You can own them. Yeah. So own your films. Buy Kubo. <laughs> yes, go out and buy a copy of Kubo and the two strings. Yeah. Um. So for our final film, so again, I wanted something a bit quirky, and this was my first time watch for me as well. Yes. Um, and to be honest, I did, hadn't until this year. I hadn't really watched much Wes Anderson, uh, and then I watched the Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, brilliant! And it was fantastic. It's so good. So I thought, well. Everyone rates on this fantastic Mr. Fox film. So let's watch that. Yeah. Um, so if anyone hasn't doesn't know what Fantastic Mr. Fox is, it's a bit, it's a Roald Dahl book. And it was one of my favourite Roald Dahl books growing up. Although the storyline of it in my head <laughs> a bit different to, a bit what, different the film to what I expected <laughs> in the film. But I don't know whether that's wrong <laughs> in the book or not. I can't remember. <laughs> I'm like 31 now and I don't think I've read the book since I was at least eight. Well, we've got a few years in between <laughs> yeah. there. <laughs> so I'll let you give, give us an introduction to Fantastic Mr Fox. Yeah, so Fantastic Mr Fox. So um, you've got Mr Fox. <laughs> yeah, would have guessed that one. Would have no, <laughs> guessed that. And um, yeah, he's got he's got a fam- family and and um, his wife at the start. They basically get captured because he's stealing chickens, a naughty boy. And he, they get captured in a cage, and she, she says, "Look, promise me you're not gonna steal a chicken or anything like that again. You're gonna go on the straight and narrow and stay there." So he promises her. He decides to, and then lo and behold, he goes and sees these farms and goes, "You know what? I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna go and steal chickens." And then all hell breaks loose. So it, that's that's literally the brief synopsis of it. Um, do you want me to go first with what I want to say? Yeah, you go first, yeah. Um, I enjoy. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Again, like I said, with every single film that Dan's recommended for animation, I I, I really enjoyed this film. It, it is Wes, Wes Anderson, so like you say, it's quirky. So you know, take the definition of quirky and then times it by a thousand. You've got Wes Anderson. <laughs> so you know, um, I like the style of animation. Yeah. It it was it was so different. It wasn't it, it like it was teetering between real and completely animated. Like it was it was just like the balance in between. It's something that I've just not seen before and you can tell it's Wes Anderson, it's big, it's very, you know, elaborate and um extravagant and stuff. I really loved the characters. I I loved that it they were so like adult. It was like these animals being like adults do you know what i mean yeah like it's it, it's just like 
probably nine. It's just like, you know, the animals being adults and stuff and I just found it really, really funny. <laughs> it was just hilarious. You know, like where, where, you know, there's like little phrases like what the cuss, like what the cuss, you know, yeah. like I'll take my phone off, do not disturb. Um, put it back on do not put it back on do not disturb. It was like, you know, like animals going what the cuss, in other yeah. words, what the fuck. You know, like it was <laughs> just like little bits of that and how they were just very grown up. They had light suits and, yeah. and you know, at the start, he goes viewing a tree as like a house. And it's just, and when when they're in the office between the badger and the fox and they're going, <laughs> go cussing, cussing this. And yeah, I just liked how it how it was very, you know, it was, you know, adults, it was very um, relatable in that sense. You know, it, it wasn't yeah. too kiddie. It felt like adults and kids could watch it. And yeah. it, it really entertaining. I love the titles, like putting the titles on there. So <laughs> like, this is his plan or whatever. Um, I just, and I like I like how it spelled it out. And it, it, it did have like loads of really just, it was just funny. It was so yeah. funny. That's what's great about the script. It was really well written. It was it was just brilliant. There was lots of little jokes in there. And, and I just think George Clooney is just perfect for a fox that is yeah. gonna <laughs> cause chaos. And he gets away with it. And Meryl Streep is his wife. You're yeah. just like, you know what? This every single person cast in this. I, I was literally like, I was like, hang on, is that Bill Murray? And like, <laughs> you know, just just hearing different people's voices and going, I recognise that voice, I recognise that voice. And you just think, wow, like, you've just got a stellar cast, really great voice acting, you've got such a good story. It's really fun, it's dead adventurous and everything. Like, I just really enjoyed it, yeah. I really did. What about you, Dan? I really liked it. Um... I was just, I love the colours, I love the colorization yeah. in the Wes Anderson's films, it just, everything's very bright, bright and yeah. vibrant and um, quirky, and I think, I, I was sat there and I was like, is it too quirky? Yeah. I was like, I, I came to the conclusion it wasn't, <laughs> <laughs> it was just about the right amount of quirky. Right amount of quirky, um, yeah. Because I think it could have gone it, off. It could have veered off into yeah. ridic ridiculous, love, yeah. Joke, the jokes reminded me of. What? Victoria Wood. Yes, yes. Very much like, you know, very um, sort of like straight up comedy in terms yeah, of... Yeah, like there's no swearing, there's no, no profanity, there's no there's no it's, really veering off into yeah, not trying too to be, much, yeah. It's not like it's trying to be too funny, it's just a case of like deadpan one-liners. Yeah, so yeah, like, it, it was, it's brilliant. But jokes what made me laugh the most though is the sun. <laughs> I'm a diver. I'm, a <laughs> I'm an Olympic diver. <laughs> I'm an athlete. I'm an, an athlete. athlete. I'm an athlete. Oh, it, it, honestly, brilliant. And um, again, it was just it was relatable as well. Like you had the yeah. family unit and everything, and and it was just great fun. Like it's something to just yeah. enjoy. And the, the design. The design. Yeah. The design of it. Oh my god! I mean, there was one scene I was just looking at, it going, "This is beautiful." Yeah. And just every little nuance. I think it was the. Um, the bit where his cousin's sleeping on the floor. Oh, yeah. And he's on the bunk bed. And I'm just like... Eh. There's so much I, I, detail, I was just isn't admiring there? the detail in the whole of it with the, the, the lampshade and yeah. the posters on the wall, the bed, the everything, literally every it little piece It felt like a boy's it. room, you know, yeah. and, and... And I was like, this is... This so is, This is fantastic, Mr. Fox. This is a Roald Dahl film. And literally every little bit of this is just so detailed. Yeah. They've, not, they've literally he's taken every little bit and make, 
made sure it was everything that he wanted it to be. But yeah, no, I, I look, I've always loved the story of him going through the different things and taking it, like the cider and stuff. Oh, I love the rat. The rat, yeah, Willem um, Dafoe, of yeah. all people. <laughs> He's a Texan psychotic so rat. There's a scene with the rat that I found quite um, upsetting. I was yeah, like, it was scary, wasn't it? And, it, it, and yeah. then he dies. Oh, well, bloody Spoilers. hell. Spoilers. Anyway, something <laughs> happens to him. <laughs> but it, it but it, it, it is affecting, though. It is moving, yeah. though, that, that scene. Um, but, yeah, no, I really... Uh, Enjoyed it, I really yeah. enjoyed Fantastic Mr. Fox, and I'd just say the cast casting was perfect. Absolutely spot on. Um, it's not too long either. I think no. it's, it's quite short, really. I think, it's not, I think it's less than an hour and a half. It's not yeah. eight to six minutes or something. It's not, yeah. it's not massively long. So I was just, just really enjoyed it. And um, saying it, it's just how engaging it just pushes you each time. Yeah. And, Joel, the, the animation sort of reminds me of it. Sound reminded me of something like the Wallace and Gromit sort of animation. Yes, yeah, uh, it is. James and the Giant to that. Peach. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, That's what I mean, veering off between live yeah. action and to actually animation. You've yeah. got a bit of in between. Uh, have you seen James and the Giant Peach? Yeah, I love James oh, and the Giant Peach. So much it's fun. It's so good. Um, I watched. I was on the TV the other week and I was like, I'm not watching, I'm watching James and the Giant Peach. I've not seen this in years. It's so good. It mm. really is. But you, like yeah, it's similar yeah, it's, to that, it's similar isn't it? To that, isn't it? So but yeah, with Fantastic Mr. Fox, I mean, it's just so fun. It's it's fun. Uh, th- th- my only worry would be the appeal to a mm. younger audience, whether it would because it doesn't look like what they would expect to watch. Yeah. But I think if they actually watched it, they would enjoy it. It's just in terms of actually getting them to watch it. Yeah, yeah. It's like I know that when I have kids, that's what I'd be going like. But I know we like Disney, and when we do like Disney in yeah. this household, yeah, but. Let's watch something a bit different, yeah. you know. Um, and that's what's and that's what's great about uh, you know you choosing different animations that are not the average. Yeah. You know they're not the not the normal. You yeah. know not normal. The, like they're not normal, but you know. You, you've got your look conventional. Of, yeah, you've got your conventional looks, but they very much stick to it. So a Disney animation. Yeah. They all look very much similar, sort of cartoony drawing. Yeah. Then you've got Pixar. your Pixar ones, which are more, more like sort of 3D animated. Yeah. Then you've got your Illumination mm. slash DreamWorks, who've sort of combined. So like Dream, Dream, DreamWorks, really. DreamWorks are more like if you're um, Shrek's, you're Cloudy with a chance yeah. of meatballs, you're um, How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah. You go into Illumination, you've got your Despicable Me. Yeah. You've got your um, Secret um, Life of Pets. Yeah. Sing. But they have their own sort of. Whereas I feel like with these, they're all very different. They are, they are, and that's what's great about and them. I feel like we should champion that, mm. champion you know individuality, and champion the creative nature of each single one. And especially um, going back to the film that we're not covering, <laughs> Mitchell's, Mitchell's versus the, the versus the machines, because that takes. I feel like that takes a lot of Spider-Man and builds on it. Yeah, and especially with like. The thought bubbles and stuff. Yeah, it's I mean, so brilliant. Um, I've just brought the pen. And the cut, co- and the cut, co- and the cut, co- and the colours, and and yeah. everything, and and you know, just introducing like the thoughts and stuff like that, and everything, just yeah. I, I feel like with animation, you, you can do things. Do it what you, what you, you want. You can do what you want, and I, I feel like there's no set rule. Trying to rule, stifle it, trying to stifle it to a set rule, which mm. Disney and Pixar, to be fair, they've got a very successful yeah thing. So like, I understand yeah. why they do the animation that way, um, but at the same time. You should champion more 
creation, more creativity. Yeah. And we shouldn't be stifling this creativity because all it's going to mean is that you don't get to see it. Yeah. And it's just better that we see it and we get to see it across the board, across the yeah. world, and all different kinds of... I mean, we watched uh, an animation not long ago, Mary and Max. We didn't cover it on the podcast, but... Yeah. That's a, another very kind of yeah. animation. And, and it's something that I wouldn't have chosen either. You know, yeah. it's... You know, you don't have to necessarily go for this mainstream stuff. No. You can go for the more indie, off-piece kind of, like, off-beat yeah. I, feel, I feel like there's a lot of people out, who are out there in anima- who could be working in animation who are working in games. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and obviously games that have got... There's a lot more games out there than there is actual animation movies. Yeah, yeah. But those people who are making these games could also make animation movies if they really wanted to. Yeah. Because it's the same sort of skill set. Of course it is. Um... So, you know, any gamers out there, get, get yeah, animated. Yeah, get, get animating. Get making some films as well, please. Yeah, yeah. yeah especially ones who made, um, oh my God, what's it called? Oh, no, it's gone. The Last of Us. <laughs> no, that is very good uh, animation, but I'm thinking more offbeat animation, because that's sort of like standard sort oh, of Oh, like yeah, yeah. PS5. PS5. Um, animation. Uh, no. no, it's, it was one, it was on, it's a desert. Desert. And it's what I call it. It's journey. It's called journey. Journey, yeah, journey. You yeah. Want to make journey now. That is something different. Yeah. And I mean, I, I like it how when the animators like in the games stick to the, the guns. Like a lot of the Xbox games and the PS PlayStation games are going from realism. Mm. We want to make it look as real as possible. Yeah. I understand that. Nintendo are like fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> like definitely not. We have Mario. We have super, we have super, we have Super Mario. Come on. We have Mario and we have Pokemon. We don't want to make them look any more realistic than that. <laughs> yeah. Than Zelda. Zelda, yeah, Legend of Zelda. Um, which I think that's that, that's that you don't have to be purely like that. I mean, to be fair, with with the PlayStation one, you've got stuff like um, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. And you've got um, Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, you know, Spyro. Yeah. Stuff like that. Um, so they do keep up to it. So yeah. Uh, anyway, back to. Uh, <laughs> Back to Fantastic Mr. Fox. We watched. I watched it on Prime. I don't know where you watched I it. I did. I watched it on Prime. I think as it's well. on Sky as well, though. Yeah, I think it uh, is. So I think it's on Sky Slash Now TV as well as Prime. So, so please uh, watch it. Do give that a watch. Um, so before we leave, uh, on the last pod we gave an update, didn't we, on the film we're making with No yeah. Rose? I thought this could be a good point to give people an update on our own projects yes um so me and vic are going to be from probably middle of this year to next year mm. starting our own little production company yay um we are still tying up the name we think we've got it but we're not going to reveal that right now no uh, no but we're going to be making some short films and we're going to be looking forward to making a feature yes um fingers crossed and uh, so it could mean that the podcast goes a little bit on the back burner, yeah, because we want to concentrate on that. But we will still be doing podcasts, so you know, keep we're not, keep we're not leaving you. We're not, we're, we're not leaving you completely, <laughs> uh, but we will be working on that. Um, so, and we'll probably announce stuff on the camera rolling podcast. Yeah, and please, um, you know, if, if we ever like announce anything, you, you like it or you want you want to share, please just yeah. share it everywhere. Um, and you like our podcast as well, please yeah. share that. And if you are an actor, mm. for example, just send us. Yeah. Uh, a link to your spotlight. 
Shall we? Have a look? Whatever. You don't have to have a spotlight. I know yeah. you know it's a rip-off. Yep, so. yep. <laughs> Believe me. Um, <laughs> so, yes, you, you can just send us showreels. We, we might not, we might not um, cast you straight away, but we will keep you in mind for anything else we think of. Yeah. And sometimes, to be fair, I look at actors and go, right, I'm going to write this role for you. Yeah. So just be Please aware just of that. Get so in if, touch. You, if you do want to send something to us, you can do. And also, I am writing a film, a feature film myself, yeah. um, which is an animation. If there are any animators out there, yeah. contact me because I don't know anybody who's an animator. <laughs> yeah, no, but, pl- but please, like, get in, t- get in touch if you do like our podcast. And obviously, we have covered a lot of animation at the moment as well. So if you if you are, like, you know, just even starting as an animator or that you've got some experience and you might want to help us or be interested, then please just get in touch and we'll, be get- we'll definitely get back to you. Yes. So please um, and thank you for listening to us as yes, well thank you for listening again and um we will be back in the future when that day is we will not know for a long time, time. but we will let you know <laughs> we will let you know and uh, so enjoy yourselves i hope you've enjoyed the podcast and, and we'll see uh, you soon we'll see you soon bye bye